coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together and just catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. And wow, this is episode 15. Episode 15. That was your best intro yet. Took you 15 tries, <laughs> nailed it. I think I always can do it, but I just panic a little. That one's good. You didn't really think about it. You just kind of went for it. I'm having a fun night. How so? What's we played, so fun about your we night? We played The Crew. The Crew. We opened, We started a YouTube channel. <clears throat> we did start a YouTube channel. By the time you're listening to this, you should be able to go to... What's the channel's called? Uh, Brothers Ketchup Clips. Just Brothers Ketchup Clips. And by the time you even find it, we're probably going to already have like a couple thousand subscribers. So. Hope so. Don't be late to the party. Uh, well, we'll take one or two, but we're going to have some videos there, so if you listen to this and then go over to that channel, you will find some more content from us. You'll be able to see what we look like. You'll be able to watch our video clips, and uh, who knows what we'll decide to post there, but it's a new opportunity for new uh, avenues of creativity, and that's what this is all about. Just be creative. Let's just talk. See what we got going on in our lives. Usually, we just jump right into recording, and tonight we did not. Um, you and I, we are brothers. Correct. Sometimes we that butt is, heads. That was the truest statement ever said on this podcast. We are brothers. We are brothers. Fact check that, Washington Post. How long have we been brothers? How, how old are you? 20, 26. At least that many years. Oof, it's a long time but to if be. You believe it's in, a long time to be brothers with somebody. If you believe in past lives, who knows? No, seriously, think about how long that is to be. Like, we've been through so much shit together for like a really long time. Yeah. That's why this podcast is so great, and you're so lucky to be listening to it. I don't know. We've never we've never discussed like any of our. Do you want to discuss? Do you remember when we walked nine miles on the beach in the sun? And then had search party come look for us. <laughs> they just walked past us. I always see the search things... party just didn't find us. Yeah, I always see things on like comment sections and when people talk about podcasts about how the worst thing about podcasts is when the hosts talk about like inside jokes that no one else will understand. That's not an inside joke. No, no it's is a it? story. Yeah, we well, were at the beach. Yeah, we were young. I was. I... I was always hanging out with you and your friends. Like, I was always just the young kid tagging along. So I didn't really have a say in things. And you decided to just walk down the beach. How <laughs> how far is it? We wanted to walk from Brick Beach 3 in New Jersey all the way to Seaside Boardwalk in New Jersey. That's, so probably, not even, that's probably not even that long. But, I mean, for preteens in the sun, yeah, it's probably dangerous. You had no water. I the only I mean I remember some things from that. I the thing I remember most though is how badly my ankles hurt because like we were walking on the like kind of by the water where the beach is like angled. Yeah. God, that hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, my ankles were killing me by the time. And then we didn't even make it. We walked almost all the way. We were probably within 15 or 20 minutes of making it to the boardwalk of Seaside. Yeah, why did we get so far? Well, that, was just before, like... that was before any of us had cell phones. Um, and we were going to use a payphone when we got to Seaside, but it looked like it was going to storm. 
and I was a little nervous child, so I was worried that if we kept going and it stormed, then our parents would be mad that we didn't make it back because they'd be stuck at the beach in the storm. So we should turn around to get back, but theoretically, like, it took us way longer to double back from where we were. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking it up right now. Okay. So online it says it's an hour and 43 minute walk, but that's if you're walking just, like, down the street. Yeah. We were walking on the beach, oh, like, in the sand. sand. And we were taking breaks we were taking, to swim. taking breaks to swim. So, like, we had to think, walk that had to be, like, two hours. I, I was going to say probably closer Before to Before we turned around. In total, it was probably close to like three and a half, almost four hours, just like... Yeah, we were missing. We were like little kids, and our parents parents had no idea. Yeah, they thought we'd drown or something. We were just like, we're going for a walk. To them, that meant like... So we kept seeing seeing like lifeguards on ATVs and in jet skis and like helicopters, and we were like, what the... What's going going on? on? Someone (laughs) must be missing. Something weird is happening on the beach today, because there's like all these ATVs. They were looking for us. (laughs) We didn't didn't know. Also, how shitty are they at their job? <laughs> they couldn't find us. <laughs> we were right there. We were on private beaches, like in people's backyards, like just jumping in the water, cooling off. It's like we were hiding. And then continuing our journey. <laughs> and not a single person asked us a question. They, hey, what are you What are you three little kids doing? <laughs> Walking. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. All right, so I didn't expect to start there, but that's a good start. Uh, we don't do this with notes or anything, and I kind of, I don't know about you, but throughout the week, just think of things that I'm I like, think oh of man, thi- I, I hope I bring this up, but I, I have know to there's start, way more things that I'm going to forget. I have to start writing it down, because I do that where I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun thing to talk about, and then by the time we get here, I don't remember any of it. Yeah, we, other things come up. But I did want to talk about how, my I said to you earlier this week that I knew I wanted to talk about how my positions on things have changed. Like, I've changed my mind on certain things that I used to believe I wouldn't change my mind about. Okay. Like what? Alright, so first off, Twitter, I always believed I would never consider leaving Twitter. I love Twitter. Or I did. Twitter sucks. I, I, I think I'm leaving Twitter. If it wasn't for... The few personalities I follow, and it's gr- a great place for, It's like... become a ghost town recently. Now, you're more into Twitter for the politics. I've always been into Twitter. This is the weirdest part. Like, I've seen the highs and lows of this place now. And, like, back in the golden days, like, 2013, 14, 15, it was a good place. Great for information, for free thinking, for... Real political discussion. It was awesome. And I think that it has a reputation now based on those years that it doesn't deserve at all. Because now it has nothing of like free debate and well, that's speech why, and But thought. that's why I just put this on my Twitter maybe a month ago. I think it was actually on Inauguration Day. I want it to – I don't know how. I want to filter out. Any post that has anything to do with politics, I don't want to see it. Because when it comes to Twitter, I mean, sports Twitter is still the place to be. Like, I mean, if there's a game going like if there's a big game going on, being on Twitter, seeing what people are saying, it's still fun. Like, I don't care what anyone says. So it's yeah. still good for that. I agree. But you're right. On the other side of it, and it's the same thing that's happened to Reddit, these places... It's impossible. These places that start out as... 
all voices are there. Real debate happens. It's not. Then and then it gets the reputation. Over time, and then over it's taken time, over. what happens? The people want to come in, and if you have a dissenting agreement, you're considered dangerous. They want to get you off the platform, and pretty they banned, soon, they pretty banned soon Trump you're supporters essentially from the platform of Reddit. Yeah, that's crazy. So, like, when you think about what the political discussions are on the platform, you have to account for the fact that they banned. Not only did they ban most Trump supporters, they also banned some Bernie supporters. They also ban people who hate fat people. <laughs> yes. I mean, forget banning the subreddits. I mean, they have banned the users, who the thought leaders that they thought were influencing certain discussions. And they had the same thing on Twitter. They shadow ban people who they think influence the communications. Not the big accounts. They do limit the big accounts. But if you're like a moderate-sized account and they think you wield a lot of influence and in how many... Uh, clicks and views your tweets impressions your tweets make they'll shadow ban you right there it's so dangerous it's a lot of power it's it's scary now i will say on the flip side of that though is tiktok and tiktok from so far what i have noticed about tiktok is that there really is a conservative presence there and now twitter obviously has a conservative presence too but like i mean like just young kids making TikToks. And sharing. And, you know, I shouldn't even say conservative because it's not conservative. These ki- these young kids are not But you're anti-establishment. They're anti-establishment and it comes off as like... Well, anytime a platform shows up that isn't establishment immediately or is challenging the mainstream, it will have that presence because that's the presence that gets banned from... Once it gets co-opted... That's what gets banned. So, like, for for now, they – and the sick part is the people on the left, essentially, consider that to be what is dangerous. Like, the fact that there is a conservative presence, they'll identify the whole website as conservative because there's just a, a conservative presence. Like, well, 4chan same- is a conservative website because – there are people there who are anti-establishment because they have they don't get banned. But it's well, not even four chan. It's just well, it's the same thing, right? Like, if you're super conservative and have one liberal viewpoint, you're going to be called a conservative. Yes. But if you're super liberal and you have one conservative viewpoint, you're going to be labeled conservative. a conservative. If you're, but if it's you're crazy a, how that works. If you're a liberal and you have one moderate viewpoint, you're going to be labeled a conservative. Like, if you have a centrist viewpoint. Like, at this point, the left has commandeered and dominated our, our way of life, but it represents very few people. But at what it's point... pushed out like, most of its users. Come on. Like, let's be real here. We can feel it. We know it's not the... It's not the majority. So at what point do people just get tired of what's happening and they do something about it? Well, I mean, you're kind of starting to see that with the Gino Carano story. Um, people have really rejected Disney. The ratings on television networks are really hurting. There's a lot of real disruption going on in the Hollywood silver screen and, and movie industry. So, like, that's one sign that people are fighting back. NFL ratings were down. Um, MLB is in the tank. Uh, NBA is hurting. So, people are feeling it. But they're trying to put on this facade that it's not happening. Because we live oh, in a but it's Truman, happening. Because how many times have I said this to you that it's a Truman Show reality where they're just telling you that reality is one thing and trusting people to just buy it 
but reality is something entirely different if you just have any awareness at all. If you look at the ratings on these sports networks or these television shows or these movies and you actually watch what the content is, you know it's crap. Like the Super Bowl ratings were down. Why? Why do we think that is? Do you think it's because of what's going on and like... Just don't think people care. Right? Like there's more pressing shit now. I think people... I think like... I, I just think about how I feel. And I love sports. And I love movies. Like Star Wars is one of my favorite properties. I'm so disinterested in it. And I'm not... And I love baseball. You know, I didn't watch much baseball last year. Like, I'm so sick of the people who run these things. And the decisions that are being made... And the direction that it's all going. And it has nothing to do with any one facet of it. Everything it's feels like it's it. on the same track. And it sucks. They're, I all different, it. they're all different tracks, but they're all headed to the so, same place in the same direction. So maybe it's a surrender, or maybe it is the submission. Because I've been saying, like, they, they, the left, and the left is in quotes because it's not the left. But let's just say the establishment, because that's what it is. The, the old establishment. They believe they want. They want unity. Unity in quotes. I say that that unity is actually submission. Correct. So I think that I've... Is it submission to say, fuck it, fine, you win, but I don't give a shit anymore, and I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to ignore you. How could, it, how could it possibly be unity when they spent the last four years <laughs> attacking everything that like people like me and you stood for? They still do it. Yeah, and they still do it. It's like... Fuck but, to be, unity. but let's be fair, we do it to them. And fuck them. <laughs> and fuck me. They'll, they'll say the same thing about me. Fuck me. Which is why my whole point is like, that mentality, I think is probably what most people have. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think most people are in that, like, fuck that. Fuck them. Yeah, the establishment. Because, well, no. No, I mean like, fuck the people on the other side. It's just gotten to that point. Yeah, but it really isn't... I know, and I think most people feel that way, but most people feel that way towards each other, but really the sentiment is actually caused by... But think about it in the ratings set question, right? So, like, why are the ratings down for all these places? Why can't Disney move merchandise? Why isn't, you know, why isn't the television industry booming if this is supposedly some golden streaming age and we're all in lockdown what's happening well we've the pendulum is going to swing another way well it's funny that we actually what's been over the pandemic what's been hugely up and i'd be surprised if you knew this what all across the country what people going out and playing golf (laughs) golf no it's like like, golf legitimately it's right sore. now is having, like, a uh, early 2000s Tiger-esque boom where it's, like, every single golf course around this country had a record number of play this past year. That's great. And I think that's kind of, like, where people are at. And, like, golf, is, and golf is associated with more conservative-type thinking. People were, people. Like, people were like, F this. I'm going out. I'm going to go be by myself and hang out with... Play golf. Yep. But, I mean, when you actually think about this culture war we're in and how every facet of it is dominated by one side, like, it's hard not to just think, okay, you can have Star Wars, 
and you could have the NBA, and you could have baseball. Do what you want with it, but I'm just not going to pay attention as closely. I'll watch sometimes, Do we but think... like my heart is elsewhere, so whatever. <clears throat> okay, so we've seen now with um, what is this? Is it the Daily Wire, the Ben Shapiro. Yes. Okay, like they're trying to make their own version of Hollywood, right? Like they're gonna have, they're gonna be putting out conservative movies, conservative, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna get that with like sports leagues? Obviously, sports leagues don't have a political affiliation. Like MLB, isn't by any means a political organization. But are we gonna start to see two different types of of like everything? I don't think you'll see, like, two different types of baseballs, but I do think you might see, like, for example, like, the UFC, Dana White, obviously has different political views. Very different political views. And that might attract... And the fighters. And the UFC, yeah, and the fighters. Like, most, like, there are a lot of UFC fighters that, like, their Instagram bios are, like, Trump-loving American patriot with the American flags there. Yeah. So, you might see that, like, where certain leagues go in certain directions, or maybe new sports or new competition-type things reality shows or whatever come along that captivate certain demographics but i think this i think what i've seen from a lot of thought leaders on the more independent anti-establishment type way of thinking on youtube or in podcasts what i and reading what i've seen is a real kind of unification around the idea of a form of, of some form of decentralization both for the federal government and for us politically, nationally, like what's really driving the divisions here is this ideological war, but it's taking a top-down effect. And it's because there's so much power rooted at the centralized federal government. And if we decentralize, maybe you'll see something more like if we had 50 independent states or 30 independent states or 20 independent states that had a way less central unity, maybe you'd see like more localized leagues What about and just smaller like- leagues that compete against one another <clears throat> what about less less states <laughs> i mean i don't know that could be cool can, I don't we com- know. can we combine them it's hard because like if texas decided it wanted to be its own country it probably could because i was having this conversation about um a couple days ago with my buddy and talking about homesteading yeah and i kind of want to get into that but like he mentioned idaho and he thinks idaho has probably the one of the best chances to like secede, like even more than Texas. Like he's yeah. like, why does why do they want to be part of what's going on? Like think about like what you see in the media and the the conversation that holds across the country. It's like people in Idaho, like we just did this <laughs> yesterday, right? Like we're yeah. driving through rural Pennsylvania, and you're going like when we talk about like. The, the, I can't put it into words, and I'm, like, frustrated now. I'm sorry. But, like, the people you see in these areas are not the people who are being talked about in the media all day or on Twitter all day. No. Not at all. No. Like, they're they're missed. So, like, why would they want to be a part of what the fuck is going on? Well, they're not a part of it. Exactly. And I think that's what's going on. I think a lot of the decline and a lot of... I think our culture... Look, you said it on, the, I think, last week's podcast that I've been saying about cultural decay... For a long time. And Very this long. goes back to college. My idea of our cultural decay is because our, our our will as a country stagnated after the Cold War. We had no motivating force. 
and the elites and the oligarchs of this country raped and pillaged our society. Not just our financial institutions. Not just our governmental institutions. Our cultural institutions too. They infiltrated and they gutted all of our cultural institutions and they made them ideological institutions to push an agenda. And the agenda is now coming to co completion. That's why it's going to shit. Not because they're fall it's falling apart. Because it's coming true. Correct. So we just, I think the people who know that have just checked out. They've been like, okay. And that's all. But you're seeing a countercultural take. The Gina Carano, Carano story is a good example of that. Because she got fired from Disney and Disney's hurting. And she looks like she's going to be okay. It's going to be a different kind of career probably. But she might have an opportunity in this, in film or in otherwise, but from a different avenue. She has a fan base that's obviously on her side here and very interested in what she's doing. Yeah, that that's weird to me, the whole Gina Serrano, Carano thing. Carano. I don't know why people just can't keep their jobs anymore when they happen to view things differently or have... Anything that can be considered controversial. Think about the contradiction that exists with now having social media. And this is one of the interesting things. And one of the reasons why I was I brought up things that I was changing my mind about. about You're going to leave Twitter, yeah. They're saying on the one hand, hey, you know, if you have a job. Like, everyone should be on social media. It's so influential. Like, this is the discussion, the forum, all this stuff. But you have to be responsible using it because if you have a job... At you can all. you can lose it like that <laughs> for anything you say on it if it doesn't align with a specific political ideology and that's and for my entire life using social media because I think millennials and I'm now 30 so I was born in 1990 millennials who grew up on AIM and early AOL and like in chat rooms you can't even fathom having the stuff you've said online used against you like personally i'm i'm thinking about like and it's and it's just so conflicting with now what modern we've all of a sudden changed where everything you say online is a complete representation of who you are offline and that's tough because all, what the internet essentially has become in the advent of cell phones has been like your brain implanted into the internet yes well so this is what i was going to say right like when i was I don't know how old I was when AIM was big, but it was 5th and 6th grade for sure, maybe a little bit of 7th. But 5th and 6th, which means I'm, how old am I in 5th grade? 11? Yeah. 12? Yeah, probably. So, I can't even imagine, not even real people, you know like on AIM, the bots that you could message? The things I would say to these bots... Who knows? Because I, I remember I would say crazy things to them. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know if you look back at them. Like, I don't know what specifically. Like, imagine if those just came out and it's like, well, you have to atone for these. It's like, well, I was 12 and I was messaging a bot. Like, I don't know. But they do that to athletes and to celebrities. Correct. We saw how many – we've seen it in baseball now in the past couple seasons where, like, Josh Hader had to apologize for his t tweets – and, like, they're called racist tweets. Like, where they're always, like, homophobic tweets, racist tweets. And it's like, well, are they really racist or did you just happen to say the N-word? Like, that's not great. He definitely shouldn't have done that in a tweet. But, like, 
But are we but like what's the de- context? Does that define his character? No. But the ideological war has been lost, and the answer is yes, it does. Unfortunately for yes. us, because I d- agree with you, I don't think it does. But at the same time, like I would be someone who would argue that someone can be racist and not be the worst person in the world. Like strong take, I, I like know. it. Racist people, generally not good. Correct. Willing to say well, that. See. You could take it a step further. I know, I, no, I actually, I think, yeah, I was going to say, I don't actually think it's that. It's like, their views may be terrible, but that doesn't mean they're a bad person. But, like, when you say that, when you say something like, racist people are terrible, what you're doing is generalizing a lot of people. Because a lot of people are fucking racist to varying degrees. You have to be able to reconcile that if you can have 8,000 genders and 17,000 sexualities that you could have all sorts of degrees of racist. No. According to them, you can have... No, it's evil? You can have the gender, the whole spectrum. (laughs) You can only have evil. Yes. Or, like, good. If you have any... That's bad. Yeah. So, like, that's what they do. But that's exactly what they do. They paint with a black and white brush. But only for people who have ideology. Dude, I'm going to keep coming back to it week after week since you showed it to me. The Tom McDonald video. Yeah. Like, he fucking nails it. It's like, but I mean, it's not new. Like, it's not like what he said there is anything new. Like, we know the race war is literally a. I gotta be careful with my words here. The race war is something that is real in a sense. Like, obviously, racism is a real thing. But the to the extent that we talk about it and that it's such a threat to our society, it's like. It's really not. Yeah, no. Like they're they're so far and few between. Like the Vi- virulent, violent racists are always and should always be absolutely condemned to the fullest extent. Hundred percent, couldn't agree more. Racist beliefs and ideologies are dangerous and should be condemned. Racists outright, like people who are openly and proudly racist, should be outly and expressly condemned. But like people's grandparents who have outdated viewpoints that you perceive as racist are not the same as Nazis. No, very different. So I, that's where I draw lines. Like I, I just, I will not cater to people who just, the people who have been throwing the word Nazi around since before Trump won the 2016 presidential election to me are way more dangerous than conspiracy theorists. They're way more dangerous than well, the actual but racists. But this is the whole issue. Because they have actual power. And they're doing dangerous yes, things. But this is the whole issue with when we talk about words lose meaning. Like, words have meaning. And it's important that we keep that They've lost in context. Meaning. Literally, you, figuratively. When everyone is a racist, nobody is a racist. Yes. That's how it works. So, when you just say anyone who disagrees with you, anyone who likes Trump, any, any of these things, and they're just all racist. Well, guess what? Now nobody's racist, and you did <laughs> yeah. that. You so, did that. Like, way no to one's go. racist. I agree. No one's racist. There is no racism. Because everything is racist. Because everything is racism. It's crazy. This is life. Life is now racist. Um, yeah, that's entirely true. Like, let's be honest. Your baby... There's a, there are books written about, like, how to not raise a racist baby. Yeah. That's crazy. It's indoctrination. It's fucking We live in an crazy. age of propaganda indoctrin- and indoctrination. It's, it's absolutely... And, like, n- feels like 70% of us just accept it. It's... So aggravated. Well, I think seventy percent of us probably 
are aware of that. Like, I think most people are aware when they go about their day-to-day that the advertisements they watch and the news they watch generally, at least in some way, has information that's led in a direction to get them to purchase or consume or to buy or to be, you know, kind of guided. So they understand that in some way it's propaganda. So I think most of the country does. But 30% is a large population to wield absolutely unquestioningly. Um, and that's what most of the country is. Most 30, There's probably about 30 to 35% of the country that just unquestionably chews and swallows the narrative. Yeah. And we can keep talking about this, the dichotomy between right and left, right, whatever. But I actually want to bring up something that also crossed my mind. Yeah. So it's been one week a since month. you looked at me. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it's been a month and a day <laughs> since Joe Biden has taken office. Holy shit. It's been a great Can month. Can we talk about the gas prices? They've gone up. Gas is getting high. <laughs> it's so funny because it's it's such an easy distinction. Like, look at his policies. You mean being energy independent meant lower gas prices? What? <laughs> and then when we we depend on other countries for gas because we kill our own pipelines. 15, 15 months ago, I was living in Florida, spending a dollar ninety two on gas. Yeah, I dropped two seventy the other day. Yeah, that's almost a full dollar. It's going up too. It's gonna. It, we'll see what happens, but it, it might keep going. It can get back up to like. I can't afford this state. It can get back up to three fifty. Jersey sucks. <laughs> when are we moving? Hey, we're almost there. We got to find the land. If anyone out there listening can get us a high-speed satellite internet in Idaho and a parcel of land, let us know. Also, I wanted to bring up that you can always reach out to the podcast at thebrothersketchup at gmail dot com. Right? That's the that's the thebrothersketchup at gmail dot com. Correct. So if you wanted to, if you listen to our podcast, you're one of the the many who listen and you hear something you want to correct or you want to comment on and you can you also don't know how to text reach out like if, don't if you, put your number out there i'm not going to put my number out there but if you're one of the people who have my phone number you can also text feel free to text me i that happened last week with um we we discussed my strange addiction oh really and someone reached out about that and i was like oh oh my goodness like whoops <laughs> whoops but <laughs> why whoops Oh, because, like... Did we offend someone? No, I don't think so. I think he's okay. <laughs> I don't think he's offended, but he's, like... Like, he oh, knows no. somebody who's, like... Addicted to eating sand? No, not sand. Oh, but just, man. like... But you know what? All of those things, all of those strange addictions, I've been Googling it since we talked about this. Like, they can all just be boiled down to... You probably have a vitamin deficiency of some sort. Wow. It's, like... There's that. But you would think after like 10 or 15 years of doing it, you would just find a different source of the vitamin that you're deficient in instead of continuing to eat that thing that you're ashamed of eating but do constantly. Well, no. Like, remember when mom had like, she would just chew ice nonstop for like five years? I thought you were going to out her for something really, like way more embarrassing. I was no, like, oh my gosh. just chewing ice. That was because she, she had an iron deficiency. Well, ice is also good to chew sometimes. No, it's, What? <laughs> no, it's horrible. It's bad for you. It's bad for your teeth. It's disturbing. I think if you, like, oh, people who bite into ice cream, 
Yeah. Like if I give you an that, ice but pop. But that's a whole different no, thing. No, 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 no. If I give you an ice pop. <laughs> yeah. Right out of the freezer. Uh-huh. And you just, your instinct, your first instinct is just take a bite out of it. You should be in prison. That does give me the chills sometimes. Oh, it's off. It's crazy. <laughs> oh Amanda, God. I feel bad. I don't want to out Amanda on a podcast. Uh-oh. But she does this thing. Where if she's eating cereal or soup or anything that involves a spoon, how would you eat with a spoon? You put the spoon in your mouth and you you know, you put your lips over it and you pull it out. No, no, no. Amanda scrapes metal spoons with her teeth as she pulls it out. Oh. <laughs> I mean, every it's each their own. That does seem difficult though. It's just painful. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, Joe Biden's been in office a month. We've been watching the gas prices rise. The policy decisions obviously reflect that. But it doesn't... But like I said, like I think most people who have been fighting for... Like, I mean, people like me who've been in the conspiracy... I'm so tired of just the, <coughs> of the, of the struggle against the machine. Like, I'm going to let the machine grind for a little bit. Because it's... It's outing itself as time goes on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm... Who cares at this point? Sit back, watch it. Our podcasts, podcasts like this are going to come. There might be audiences out there who are interested in alternative viewpoints. Then, maybe you get big enough to get targeted by the media, you disappear and another one shows up. And that's all there is. That's what I want. I want to disappear. I want to get to the point where we're big enough that we (laughs) can can just, like, disappear. That'd be great. If you're out there, we're going to set up a Patreon. You can send us a few bucks. That'd be great. No, we're never going to ask for money. That's one of my big things. Well, I mean disappear. Like, I want the government to come after us. Oh, like Black Bagus? No, who don't know. Well, no. Well, no, I don't want to be killed. (laughs) But just, like, I want to be, like, threatened by the government. Like, someone knocks on your door, like, hey, don't you... And then all of a sudden, it's like you check back on your podcast a week later, and it's like they're talking about subjects with, like, talking about rainbows, and you're like, huh? There's been, uh, the one channel that comes to mind is oh, the Secure Uf- Team. Is that the UFO guy? Yeah, he did. He that was fucking weird wild. I don't know if, maybe he's just, maybe he just had personal issues. And, if you don't. I'm, but, like, it's just w- strange how that whole thing went down in the videos he posted. If so. you don't know, Secure Team. Was that the name Secure Team? Secure Team, yeah. He was Secure a, Team 10, I think? He posted just UFO videos and different people's videos about aliens. And he gave highlights, and I followed that kid from when he was like 50,000 subscribers or so, 75,000 And then he got big. Yeah, I think he got his channel over to 2 million. And then he, he just, just disappeared. Yeah, and then he posted video after he'd gone silent for a while and it wasn't unlike him to go silent for a couple weeks at a time because like the constant grind of putting up videos was tough but his videos were fun to watch they were good usually um he posted a video at the end I don't know if he's, his channel's even still going I haven't checked in and in a I'm while. trying to look it up right now but one of the last videos was him and he said that he had an encounter with the FBI that essentially told him to stop doing what he's doing threatened him that he got beaten up all these things and then it turned out that maybe he was arrested for some other altercation. Maybe it was a domestic dispute. And then he claimed that those charges were brought against him because of him going online about the threat. The videos all got taken down and privated. Then he came back for a little while as if nothing had happened. And he said that it was all just him and he blamed himself. 
and that he's got to be a better person to move on. But you could tell there was a difference in the quality of his content. So if you go onto Secure Team 10's YouTube right now, yeah, 2.01 million subscribers. If you click on the account, he has zero videos. So yeah, all the videos are gone. That's sad. Wow. Yeah, he was good. There's a video about him, though, I guess. There are videos that people are posting about, about him. him. Well, he has a lot of followers, so there's people who like What happened stuff. to Tyler Glockner? Shortened real upload. Yeah, wow. so his story is interesting. But I don't want to ever get to that point. That's why we're always going to... This is entertainment. Anything we say is just like Alex Jones. We're all just being parodies. Sorry, I'm, I'm deep down the rabbit hole. I got. I'm gonna spend all night watching Secure Team Ten, like videos of people going, "Where do you go? <laughs> what happened?" Yeah, I don't know. I and I don't know enough to say if it's in if it's any more interesting than. He literally could just be like, "I'm deleting this." See ya. Yeah, and him having like personal issues or not. I doubt it. If we're being honest, but whatever. Well, that's because you're a conspiracy theorist. Um. So last night. Yeah. We played Risk. Yes, we did. With our wives. Yes. For six hours. Yes. And I gotta, I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. I was playing Risk differently than I would normally have played it in the past. Okay. I was playing it as if I was trying to play Survivor. How'd you do, do you think? And so, in the beginning, kind of what I... Ex- kind of what I thought would happen if I was to ever go on Survivor is what happened. Which is like... I'm a slow starter. It took me a second to kind of pick up on where things are going. But once I picked up and I thought I had, like, good strategy, I made some good alliances, I think I'm, I'm trustworthy. I only made, like, had one lie. But then also what happened is at the end, you just lose control. So, like, the beginning and the end are what I need to work on. I think the middle part is good. Once I get a feel for a game... Well, we did a good job working together for a while. We did. I, I knew as soon as I gave you Australia that I really didn't have much path to victory. But I thought I could really make a lot of play in Asia, which I eventually did. The, you're, but the, I think... The, the downfall of your game was just Amanda not willing to just leave Asia. Well, that... In the, the beginning. But see, I knew... But again, like I said, I knew that was going to happen when... I gave you Australia. Like, I didn't think it was going to... I knew that it would be forever for me to actually get Asia. Maybe I'd be able to hold it for a couple turns, but that wouldn't be enough to win the game. But I thought maybe I could knock someone out or it would... We'd see... I didn't think we were ever going to finish the game, to be honest, which we didn't actually We didn't really finish it. But I was probably a couple turns... I would have survived a while longer. I think Amanda probably was going out. Yeah, she was going out. She was finally done. But... I probably didn't have a path to victory because I was going to lose too much of Asia to you because you had just got that power. But if I'm being honest, Rachel was her first time playing. But if she played a, a good game, I think she had you beat. Oh, I agree. I mean, I held Europe for so long with yeah. nothing in Europe. Yeah. You had, you had a good chance, but if she had a match coming at all and... Any strategy, she could have held the entirety of Africa, North America, and South America from you for a while. It would have been interesting if it wasn't, like, so late 
slash early in the morning that we cut it off because I was kind of well, curious to see how that would have developed. What I was thinking is now that we've all played like that could be like a practice game, and now we could go into it like having played the four of us and like really have a good shot. Maybe we should like put that on the YouTube channel. Us playing Risk. Yeah, that'd be good content for YouTube. You can voice over it. Well, that was your idea yesterday. Is that Risk should be? Oh my gosh, I'm commentating. Risk should be like commentating like a sport. That'd be so funny. Not for nothing. Anything can be commentated like a sport. Yeah. Anything is really interesting if you have people who are doing it either a who are interesting or really good at it. I agree. Well, how long have we been going here? Only forty minutes, but it's late. You got a dog on you. It's late. We've had a long week. I think that if you go over to our new YouTube channel, uh, Brothers Ketchup Clips, you'll catch some more content from us this week. Do Do we want to promote our new podcast that we're thinking about doing that we don't have isn't set in stone yet? There's a lot of things that we're thinking about doing that hopefully we'll be able to start doing down the line. Do we want to talk about it or no? I think we should leave it until okay. we have more firm plans. But maybe we'll have another podcast. We might be adding content that way. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe getting the blog back up and running, uh, doing some commentating. That I actually way. think you should, because I want to. I I'm not a big writer, obviously, not like you. Yeah. But there are things I get super intense about, and the only thing I can do is is write. Yeah, yeah. And it's not about politics. Most of the time, my writing is about like, like I like on there on my Google Drive. Yeah. I have like a seven page paper about Ricky Fowler and how he's gonna win a major in the next year from four years ago, which never happened. In fact, I'm gonna <laughs> say it right here on this podcast. Ricky Fowler will never win a major. Bad he may team. not ever win again. But anyway, like and I had enough like that I couldn't do anything with that post, you know? Like I never went anywhere. Yeah. So if you get the blog back up, let me be a little writer on there. Yeah, definitely. Well the blog is up. It's just a matter of me putting content on it. I want to get on like a firm schedule. Like I want to be able to say every Friday I'm going to have a post. Maybe it'll be a political post, but I can't commit to that yet. Your eyes are barely open. Yeah, it's late, man. I'm sleepy. We did a good job today. I think me and you are really starting to hit our stride with our relaxing conversations about absolutely nothing. I'm glad that whoever out there is listening to this is listening to this. We appreciate you. We God bless your families. And uh, by the way, this has been one of the worst weeks ever for me. Yeah. Oh my God. Not a great week. Brutal. But but you know it's so is life. You know right like worst week ever. Which hopefully leads into, like, possibly the greatest week ever, you know? Yeah. Child on the way. That's right. So we're on baby watch in this house. The next, Hopefully by the time we're recording next time, there's a baby here. By the way, in fact, our next podcast will be recorded here. After that podcast, I will not be in this state on our normal recording time. Mm-hmm. So we, we might have fi- to take, maybe we'll take a week off and we'll re-upload something. We gotta figure that out. Yeah. We'll Ooh, figure it out. That's what? actually... Now we're just, like, discussing already on the podcast. That's okay. But, um... Maybe we record a podcast to be uploaded then, but not about current affairs or anything. We just do, like, a silly one. Yeah, that'd be cool. We maybe, like, review a movie or something. We'll, like, yeah. watch a movie and 
discuss Yeah, there'll it. be some content. We should do we that. We miss a week. But, but it won't probably be regular. All right. Well, if you're tuned in, thank you for tuning in, and we appreciate you. All the best. We got a lot <clears throat> for you next time. And check us out on YouTube now that we'll have that kind of content. Good night. Good night. Play the ketchup.
<laughs> God bless oh, you. Oh, last week I sneezed. This week we burp. And no. Wow. Reverse that. Are you having a stroke? This is what I'm talking about. I'm having a stroke. Just at all times, I'm scared I'm having a stroke. You're not having a stroke. Have I ever told you like what the... F- so my anxiety never leaked into the like sleeping... Except for one night where, like, I felt a pressure right here. Oh, God. And I I was convinced I was about to, like, have an aneurysm and just be dead. So any medical weird feeling freaks you out. And you think you're having a stroke. You're not having a stroke. But that was just a sneeze. Not a burp. Felt good, though. Can you... Do you think it's showing up on the audio that I'm moving this around? Does it look Sw- like Just it? start swinging it. Move that cap. I mean, it's like this, but I don't know. Let's 